Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes, dudes, ghouls, gals, non-binaries, and everything in between. This is Janine, and you're listening to Noir and Nope. Happy New Year. I am recording this on the, what, second day of the new year? Because I recorded something on the first day of the new year, and it didn't upload. And it it, it sounded like it was going to be a good one, but, you know, I hope this is not an indication to the rest of the year. Um, Yeah, so Happy New Year to you and yours. Hope you celebrated it responsibly and safely and, you know, you weren't doing anything that I would do, which is not a long list, but let's move on. Um, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the environment. I don't know if Mercury is in Microbraids or Gatorade or Covassier, whatever, but it did not feel like New Year's Eve at all. Just felt like a regular day. Felt like I was in the matrix or something like that because everybody else was just like in party and celebration mode. And I was just there like, um, it's Saturday night. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, I didn't feel it. Like when the ball dropped, I was literally in the bathroom um, brushing my teeth when the ball dropped. Pause. But yeah, I, I mean... It wasn't anything big or spectacular. I mean, I usually put on that goofy hat and those goofy 2023 shades or year shades, I should say. Um, I don't know what they're going to do about these shades from here on out until 2030 because they're all going to look goofy. I don't know how that last eye hole, how y'all going to figure it out for 2024, 2025, 2026. You might, you actually might be good on 2026 and 2028 now that I think about it. And 2029. Okay. So y- y'all good and I think starting 2026, actually 2026, 2028, 2029, y'all going to have to count, cancel or like skip 2027. Sorry. Because those glasses going to look awful. But anyways, yeah, I usually have those goofy light up glasses. My mom buys them every year. It's a fucking waste. It's 20 bucks down the drain for what, a few hours of fun? That's what she said. But yeah, what do you... I always think those things are a waste. The party hats, if it just says Happy New Year on it, you can just save it for year after year after year. But if you're getting specific with the year, then yeah, you, it's a dub and a waste of money. So I usually have those in like a, one of those noisemakers, but I didn't even feel like that this year. I mean, they were available because my mom bought them, but I wasn't even on that level of goofiness. I usually sit on the couch and watch the ball drop pause but yeah I just wasn't I don't know I think this was the first year where I was really in a daze in a mental fog between Christmas and uh, New Year's mostly because as of the 30th of last month I am no longer at my previous um, job or position I'm still in retail, but I'm going a more luxury route. First day is tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Wish me all the success in the world, you guys. I'm a little nervous, 
But yeah, if it doesn't work out like I told everybody else, I'm going to be breakdancing in the subway. Or stripping. I don't, I don't even know. Because if this don't work out, I think I have one job left in me before I just, I don't know, start selling drugs or some shit. I'm not going to sell drugs. I'm, I wouldn't be a good drug dealer, honestly. But yeah, is anybody else feeling burnt out from working? It's just like so much. Maybe it's because it's retail I've been working. So that might be it. But just work in general, it just feels like maybe this year, this past few months have really been dragging me down. It might be because I've been eating like a damn raccoon with the munchies. So I definitely need to, you know, do some more things, more positive things diet wise. That's definitely something I need to work on and exercise. Definitely. Absolutely. I know those are the basic New Year's resolutions, but yeah, I definitely need to get on that ball. Um, yeah, it was really weird my last day of work because I didn't think I was going to get as emotional as I did, but I like cried four times and it was just weird to me because I don't want to do that job anymore, but I guess I met so many cool people there and built up such a rapport that, you know, not seeing them as often as I usually do, it was kind of like a loss, you know what I mean? But yeah, I just had to put on my big girl britches and, you know, do something that was slightly more fulfilling. Emphasis on slightly. There's some conveniences to this new position, but again, it's still retail and it's more luxury route. So you might be dealing with bigger assholes. Again, I'm hoping for the best, but expecting the worst and preparing for the worst. If this does not work out, you already know where I'm going to be. Uptown Adrian. Pop walking. But yeah, I <laughs> hope you all had a safe and happy holiday. Christmas and New Year's. Um, I don't know what's going on in the world, but it's seemingly a lot of these trash bag men are just having their beautiful bean footage rolled out. This Andrew Tate guy who I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know a lot about the cat. I just know he's a, another decrepit incel who had internet access and decided to make videos and spread his words of hate and disgustingness and misogyny. Like, what else is new, right? Uh, yeah, he got, um, I think it was Romania where he got, you know, in a little tussle with the law because he was human trafficking. Apparently kidnapped two women for nefarious reasons. Yeah, I think it's him and his brother. I don't know if he's been let out on bail, whatever. I don't care. Um, shout out to Greta, though. She got him right together on Twitter. But yeah, it's not, not all hope is lost for the future, you know? Hopefully these kids see what's going on in the world and want to be as uh, active as Greta. So shout out to her. Um, as y'all know, Derek Jackson, uh, he was out here philandering with an Instagram model. Not so funny. It's not funny. Ha ha. It's just funny. Huh. That type of funny. <laughs> These men will marry, you know, quote unquote, plain Janes because his wife, current wife that he, I don't think he's even legally separated from, you know, she's a pretty girl, but she's definitely the type of woman who doesn't wear a lot of makeup. She wears glasses. 
uh, modestly dresses, a uh, woman of God. You know, he had no problem. She knew who he, he knew who she was when they got married. And then ultimately he decided to be the absolute worst, the exact fuck boy that he was preaching to women to avoid and finagling with some Instagram model in Miami. And you know, those IG models will do uh, not all, but a good amount of them will do anything for likes and views. And Shorty was definitely up on that gram, taking photos, videos with her and Derek. Disturb some controversy, child. Ridiculous. If y'all hear like a buzzing or a vibrating, that's my message. I don't know if that's being picked up on audio wise, but if you hear it, that's what it is. So my apologies. Anyway, yeah. So this woman, his soon to be ex-wife was on Instagram, Facebook, all this goofy shit talking about she's a woman of God. She's a, a what do you call it? A soldier of salvation. Her bonnet was a helmet of salvation. Um, smite those who are against her marriage and all that jazzmafraz and spirit dancing and holy ghosting on the gram. And he dropped you like a hot potato out of the air fryer, sis. I don't know. Uh, and then, oh, then he had the nerve to like a picture. It was a meme on Instagram. That basically said, you ever look over at your person that you thought you were going to be with forever and they just disgust you? Something along those lines. And he liked the picture, y'all. He liked the picture. This whole thing is embarrassing. My God. Oh, yeah. Shout out to her. Um, I forget her name. Uh, Derek Jackson's uh, soon to be ex-wife. Um, I don't want to say she's a clown, but she definitely is in one way, shape, or form, a part of the circus. And here's the thing. If someone cheats on you once, don't take them back. I don't care how much you love them. They clearly don't love you. They were fucking other people. Like, where's love? You know what I'm saying? I'm not... No, I'm going to say it. It couldn't be me. I won't do it. I won't do it. There's so much peace in being single... You really going to chance it? I gave you a chance to be in a relationship with me and you want to, you know, finagle with other people? You can do that. I will reset and go back to my old ways. It is not a problem. Please don't play with me. Um, Yeah, so definitely protecting my peace this new year. And I encourage all the women out there to do the same. Okay. Speaking of toxic men, keeping on that trend, Tory Lane's phone get guilty, guilty. 20, 25 years in prison for shooting Meg the Stallion. That's great. And of course, men were all, they have a petition, y'all. A petition. A petition to get this man out of jail. This man who ate better than me for Thanksgiving. They had him a little, little cute little feast in the prison, the Canadian prison. So I don't even know why they tripping. You do the crime, you do the time. What's the problem? And not only that, he had his leprechaun senior father doing praise dances and holy ghost splits outside the freaking courthouse. 
acting a plum fool, like, aren't you, you should be embarrassed. Why are you bringing more attention to the fact that you don't know how to raise an upstanding citizen as a pastor or a preacher, whatever he is, he's works in a church in some way, shape or form. And there were a few mammies in the back saying, yeah, yeah, this is an injustice. He said it was a miscarriage of justice. Sir, look up the word miscarriage. Just look it up. I'll, you have a phone. I'm sure you could just Google the word. Yeah. Clown. A whole clown. If you had a son or a child that is going to jail for what seems to be attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon, and I think he uh, another charge was... um. He had the weapon illegally. I'm not sure about that, but you know, whatever. I would not be outside the courtroom talking about hooting and hollering about this is a miscarriage of injustice. I would quietly get in my Uber and drive home because I would be sitting there thinking, shit, I'm a preacher pastor man and my kid is going to jail for not only having a weapon using that weapon for nefarious purposes and assaulting a woman. And allegedly he assaulted Kelsey too. They was all in the street beating each other up until the blicky came out. So like, shut up <laughs> and take your black ass home. You are an embarrassment, a devastation to the nation. A goofy, as they will probably say in my neck of the woods. But yeah, what, 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 are, you, what are you doing? And staying on the topic of toxic men, <laughs> this um, blogger that I follow, vlogger technically, because she's on YouTube, uh, Jamie, that's me, I believe that's her name on the YouTubes. So she came out with this story. This is all alleged, of course. Uh, this woman comes forward saying that she had a tryst with Mr. Aubrey Graham. Um, she's telling her story on TikTok because that's what y'all goofies do. Y'all tell your little, your little expose stories on TikTok. Couldn't be me. Don't have them. Don't want them. Um, and she's talking about how she posted a thirst trap, tagged Drake. Drake slid in the DMs, flew her out and they did the damn thing. Drake was being weird, rubbing her stomach, asking if she wants kids. Um, yeah. And the woman, the vlogger, Jamie, that's me, was like, I feel like this is Cap. You know, you know you're a weird motherfucker when stories like this come out and people don't, they don't even know if they can believe it or not because you be on that weird type of shit all the time. And Drake is one of those guys. Just saying. I would not be surprised if it were true. Shorty said she signed an NDA. Before she came, even stepped foot in the house, um, Drake came forward and said, no, that's not me. But I mean, this man was hiding a whole child for a few years. So how, you know, how are you going to, you don't have any, you know, horse in this race. Your reputation is sullied because you were hiding a kid for a few years. And don't give me that shit like... Oh, I was hiding my kid from the world because the world could be cruel. And you did, 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 did. no, you were hiding because you you didn't want the world to know you had a kid. Like, come on.
Cut the bullshit. Cut the bullshit. Speaking of hiding kids and staying on topic of fuck-ass men. Oh my god. This is just rolling so effortlessly. It's like a freaking pre-roll. Never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But Lakeith Stansfield. Y'all remember him from Sorry to Bother You, Atlanta. Yalla, yalla, yalla. Anywho, come to find out this man had a secret child. He was hiding a child from the world. Very Drake of him. Um, this woman who is an artist came forward and said, Lakeith is, is, is her baby daddy. Um, why she came forward now, I don't know. The baby's still very young, looks under a year old. And Lakeith kind of clapped back and said, oh, well, thank you. He was being kind of sarcastic and said, well, thanks for exposing or showing my child or our child to the world when I was trying to hide her from all these people. I was really considerate of you. Um, and then she came out with photos and videos of him interacting with the baby, yada, yada, yada. A little bit about Lakeith. He was engaged to this actress. I don't know if y'all know the own show, Cherish the Day. Um, the first season, she played, um, I forget her character's name, but she was one half of the couple in that series in the first season. Uh, they were engaged. They have a kid and the engagement did not work out. I literally thought he was married to that woman. Did not know until he came out recently dating this. Um, I don't know if she's a fitness trainer or I don't know what she does for a living, but he came out um, dating this woman. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Does his wife know about that? <laughs> Apparently they were never married and the engagement was broken off. Anyways. His first baby mama, his former fiance, I should say, they have their kid. I guess at one point he involved himself with this young lady who now has his child, his most recent child. I don't know what he was tell telling her or I don't know what he was whispering in her ear. But I guess she was under the impression that, you know, they were going to be a thing. Didn't work out. Now... This woman he's with now, I think she's a personal trainer, fitness buff, whatever. They have only been dating for five months and he proposed. One would say that the young lady who just had his baby saw that engagement post on Instagram, was livid, and decided to expose him. That's what one would say. One would be me. Okay? And... I wouldn't say she's in the wrong for that. I would definitely just say, what would be the point? What's the reason? Um, her reasoning is pretty much saying that he's not paying any attention to their daughter. Um, he hasn't seen her, seen their daughter. Apollo is her name, which I think is a really cute name for a kid, especially like a little girl. Adorable. I would say Apollina. I would name my kid Apollina. I'm not having kids, but if I did Apollina... <laughs> Um, I want my kid to be teased, clearly. <laughs> but no. So, Apollo, he hasn't seen little Apollo in quite some time. Hasn't been dedicating any time to her. And that's why uh, baby mama number two is saying that she's coming out now. Seems a little inconvenient. I mean, seems a little convenient, sis, that you're coming out with all this right now. But you know what? Whatever. 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 But Yeah. And it's just a mess. What I don't understand is, 
his current fiance, woman he's been with for five, for five months. He see she sees all this. She sees his history. Two women, two children, one from each woman. He was engaged to one. He was in a relationship. You see the mess that he's made as a man. And you think you're going to be the exception to the rule? Why would you think that? Why would you think that you are not going to fall to the same fate as these two women previous to you? Now, Shorty, who just had his kid, I understand. Because you only, you saw he had an ex-fiance and a child before. And then you were like, hmm, well, you know, it doesn't work out with everybody. But this girl, the new fiance, girl, what the fuck is on your biscuit? Like, weird. Weird flex. Weird. Like, I don't watch this show anymore. Growing up hip-hop, um, Tretch and Peppa from Salt and Pepper, their daughter Egypt, her, she's pregnant now, or had the baby, I don't know, because they, you know, they taped these in, you know, a year or a few months beforehand, and then they air it later on. She's currently pregnant, but her husband has two kids by two different women. You saw that and heard of that and you just thought, this is the perfect man for me. What? What is wrong with y'all? Stand up! Stand up! Y'all gotta do better out here, bruh. And I know everybody has a history, but sheesh. Good Lord. Don't do it. And... Finally, speaking on more trash bag men. Um, what's his name? TJ Booker, Hooker, Looker, Tooker. Anywho, he finally filed for the divorce from his wife, um, Amy Hobach, Robach, Throwback, whatever. Um, him and her been finagling up in these New York City streets, just hugging and kissing, ass grabbing, crotch tugging, whatever. And with no shame. And people are like, well, they're two contending adults. They shouldn't have shame. And <coughs> Excuse me. That's the problem with y'all. Y'all be doing some fuck shit. And don't have shame. Y'all don't have shame. Y'all don't have shame about the ill and poor decisions that you make. If I do some fuck shit, y'all not going to know about it. I'm not going to be parading up and down the street with my... I wouldn't do this, but with my um, significant other that's still legally married to their wife. I'm not going to be all ass grabby and titty squeezing up in the streets and kissing like it, like shit is peach, peaches and cream and picture perfect. Like y'all all have kids. And that's another person that had a, a toward past. This TJ guy was married before, has kids. Okay. His current or soon-to-be ex-wife, they were married, have kids. He cheating every, everywhere with everything and everyone. It ain't going to end well for either one of them. I'm telling you right now. I don't know what's, what's going to happen, but it ain't going to be good. 
you know, we just give it a few months, just give it a few months. And that bullshit, that bullshit gonna go down like a plane in the sky that ran out of fuel. That shit's gonna crash and burn. It's gonna go Titanic. You wait and see. It might not happen immediately, but it's definitely going to happen. You mark my words. You save this podcast and you refer back to it when shit gets real greasy with those two. But yeah, I don't know. Y'all need to take some responsibility for the people that you invite into your your coochies. And then you need to take some responsibility with the people you let hop on top you know what i'm saying <sighs> it's a new year y'all gotta be yes gotta stop being so fucking messy like what what one adam and eve is always having a sale it can't be about pleasuring yourself is it the intimacy what is it i don't know i don't know but if you see me in these streets finagling with not a married man, definitely not that. Maybe someone significantly younger than me. <laughs> Just mind your business. Just mind your business. Because at least that person will be single. And at least that person will not be embarrassing me on these streets. I can promise you that. But yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why younger people, men particularly, um, get at me. More than people my age, probably because I don't really look my age. So, more than likely, if I decide to do any dating, which ain't looking too good, but if I decide, it, it will have to be someone significantly younger. And that kind of sucks because the mindset is not going to be the same. But yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes you get hit on, on a dating app and it's just like, y'all trying to set me up, aren't y'all? <laughs> This feels a little statutory. This feels a little. Feels illegal. We're both consenting adults. And legal. But it feels a little illegal. You're trying to jam me up. Aren't you? No. But yeah. Um, Those are the things that just popped into my head. Randomly. To talk about. Um, Again. Have a safe and happy new year. Uh, I'm actually creating a vision board. Everybody I know that has created a vision board has had success with it within the new year and the months to come in the new year. So hopefully, you know, that works out for me as well. Um, I'm going to try setting some goals. I'm going to try reading more. I'm going to try not doing too much technology. I know I'm on, I'm on my phone right now recording this, so I don't know how that's going to go, but yeah. Doing a little tech detox ain't never hurt nobody. And I hope you all have good resolutions. Oh, and I'm going to not drink as much because at one point I was drinking every day and that's not good, girl, especially for women. But yeah, gonna, you know, try to not bring too much negativity or toxicity into my life. That's including people and foods. And bad habits. So hopefully it all goes well, you know? Uh, fingers crossed. I don't want to call them resolutions, but you know, I guess 
get better resolutions, get better tips. Yeah, let's just want to get better. That's all. So I hope you all had a safe and happy new year. Hope your year to come ends up being fantabulous and all your dreams and hopes and aspirations come true. And yeah, I'll catch y'all in the next segment. That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye. morning afternoon or evening my dudes does ghouls gals non-binaries and everything in between this is janine and you are listening to noir nope i hope you had a pleasant weekend and happy monday uh yeah so hope everything is going well in your neck of the woods uh i think this is day four or five of my new job so far so good a little bit or a lot of bit honestly to learn in regards to what we do there but On a more exciting note, uh, some people grabbed and dashed some MCM bags at the department store I work at and ran off, hopped into a white Mercedes and drove into the night. I didn't even notice because I was helping a customer, but my coworker noticed some skeevy looking dude. And apparently that skeevy looking dude, you know, boot scooted and ran out the store. I didn't notice until I saw about four or five of the biggest security guards in my life run towards the entrance and try to catch him but he got out he got away he was out of there so yeah um that was kind of exciting um hopefully you all are doing well i know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world it's a little heavy so i didn't want to do a heavy podcast honestly none of these podcasts are really like labor intensive nor are they really kind of heavy in terms of the topics or the subjects So, but I wanted to do something next week. I wanted to do it this week, but honestly, I want to do a little bit more research on it. And I don't want to come out of the gate speaking about things I don't know too much about. But it's not even heavy, heavy. It's a little, how can I put it? Honestly, I'm torn between this discussion of colorism or I wanted to talk about the hair care community how a lot of these brands that are black owned and gravitated towards a black market in terms of their customer base that are now actually trying to get the attention from the white community that it's a long story um there's three brands that come to mind that i can talk about but again i want to do a little bit more research in regards to how I'm going to navigate that story, but I'm probably going to do the latter. I'm probably going to do that one because it's not as serious as colorism, but it's, it's serious. It's serious, but it's not too serious. It's kind of like a spoonful of sugar before you eat the medicine. You know what I'm saying? So look out for that next week. Hopefully I will have time to research it because baby, I don't know if it's mercury and microbades or Gatorade or Corvassier or whatever is going on with the planetary alignments, but time seems like it's going very fast these days. I don't know. 
maybe it's just me maybe I'm just not really good at allocating my time when it comes to certain tasks but whatever the case may be it seems like it's going faster than usual so hopefully I will have that out next week sorry this particular podcast is late but better late than never is what they say and also if you see hear somebody screaming in the background my mom is on the phone she's 71 and all she does is scream on the phone because apparently <laughs> that's what you do when you get older you speak on speakerphone and you scream I don't get it I don't, I don't get it but anyways so yeah I wanted to actually dedicate this podcast to oh first and foremost speaking of like black owned brands shout out to Tabitha Brown she came out with a whole bunch of stuff recently a hair care line she also came out with like a snack and food line that has premiered in Target her food stuff is in Target but her hair care stuff has, I believe is in Ulta I haven't tried the hair care stuff I don't think I have enough hair but um I did grab a lot of her or a few of her snacks from Target I did not go outside on my two days off I just was not feeling it so I <laughs> I decided to order it online to have it delivered um I don't care what anyone says when it comes to having things conveniently delivered to me oh I'm gonna pay a premium price I don't give a fuck <laughs> I do not the older I get the more I'm like I'm not really here for stores especially Target when it comes to Target sheesh I can spend three hours in there easy and so to avoid spending a whole bunch of money I just buy online either pick it up in store or have it delivered because Target will grab you by the neck and all the stuff that they have there especially in the beauty and skincare and perfume oh my god I can spend it and they have a freaking Starbucks I don't even like Starbucks but call me up one day and be like Janine Let's go to Target and then let's go to Starbucks afterwards. I'll be like, absolutely. You throw in TJ Maxx or Home Goods? Oof, baby. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's a wrap. I know that's very basic, bitch of me, but listen, sounds like a fun day to me. What do you want me to do? Maybe throw in the movies as well. Maybe throw in some Bear Burger or some type of eatery. We good. We are good. Yeah, but in regards to Tabitha Brown, uh, she came out with some snacks. I actually got two of her spreads, like the truffle garlic spread and the lemon dill spread. Obviously, it's vegan because she's vegan. And I got two of her snacks, the popcorns, the sweet and salty one, which is that's all right. But she has a garlic parmesan one. Ooh, wee. I was eating that last night and I had to claw. I had to remove my hand with my other hand from the bag forcefully because it was that good I was about to body a hole they're pretty big bags I don't know how big let me see if I can because I have one I may or may not have have one in my room so this one is about it's five ounces wait hold on hold on hold on hold on because this looks bigger than five ounces um no it's a five ounce bag but it looks huge but I guess it's depending on the actual content and not the actual bag y'all know how they are jacking up a price for everything but the quantities are either staying the same or 
they're taking out a lot of the stuff like bag of chips a bag of chips is not a bag of chips anymore it is five chips in a large bag so maybe that's the case i don't know the bags seem pretty full but you know if i could eat it in one sitting it probably wasn't that full but then against popcorn i love popcorn popcorn to me is a meal i love popcorn but yeah shout out to her because she's doing a damn thing like can you have imagined she has she has everything now she has kitchenware target snacks and food hair care she had something else. oh she had a clothing line at one point at target oh she's in her bag shout out to her but yeah 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 um i believe some of her stuff is already sold out i heard of her potato salad was cookout approved that's what i heard but yeah they didn't have it available at my target so unforge and it's selling out one person that i watch on youtube said he actually went to the actual target and they had a bunch of containers left but by the time he got home and looked online again they said they only had like three left so yeah it's selling out quickly if you can grab it grab it because from what i've tasted it seems to be delicious so yeah anywho there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today you know we got kids shooting their teachers little six-year-old boy shot his teacher in virginia brazil is taking a note from america and deciding to storm their own capital they're out there walling it hasn't fallen on deaf ears or blind eyes i should say that i've seen those people who were storming i guess brazil's capital or their you know official building i didn't see one brown face in that crowd <laughs> everybody is white i mean as white as you can be in brazil as you know next to africa brazil has the largest um black um population and i'm looking at the videos of them you know i don't know fucking shit up for lack of a better term and a lot of them are pale the privilege of being able to act a plum fool and probably not suffer any consequences or repercussions Whew. but anyways we're not talking about anything serious here you know what we're gonna talk about today something that is near and dear to my heart but i don't like to admit it trashy tv shows so about maybe three years ago maybe less than that i don't know i got into a reality tv show called love after lockup now they have life after lockup lockup excuse me now they have life goes on or whatever it's called however y'all already know i like 99 fiance that's a hot mess i probably won't watch it anymore because angela's a piece of shit and mr potato ed he's a garbage person liz i don't know what's wrong with you i don't know if you have some type of brain damage why are you still with him that's a different podcast we're gonna get into that in a different podcast but love after lockup so the new season aired i don't know two weeks ago maybe three and even though i feel like a lot of reality tv show is contrived and scripted right now as opposed to what it was back in the day it's still kind of interesting to watch i used to when i was living in my old apartment i would literally order a pizza 
set the television to on Fridays, set the television to Wee TV, have my little garbage pizza, and watch me some reality TV. It was my time. It was my it was my me time. It was just me relaxing after a long day of I don't know if it was working then, but you know, whatever I was doing. But yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to actually let me use my other phone actually because they have a list of the actual I was about to say contestants but the cast on this season which is on season six that's crazy love after lockup season six so I'm getting this information first from what is a starchasm.net and they have the rundown on all the couples on this season on love after lockup so first up is Monique and Derek so here's the thing I'm going to read a little synopsis that they put on starchasm.net and then I'm going to give you a brief little info about how I feel about them. Okay. So Monique and Derek, Chicago, Illinois. Monique reached out to Derek after seeing his photo several times in a Facebook pen pal group. Derek was smitten right away and the couple started a relationship. Despite dating for two years, Monique and Derek have never actually met in person. They, that could be a major issue for the couple because Derek is really into fitness and Monique has been a bit less than honest about her own love of fitness. Hoping to literally, I'm laughing because I'll tell you why I'm laughing in a bit. Hoping to literally balance the scales a bit, Monique wants to have weight loss surgery. Okay, let's just get into it. Monique is a BB dub, okay? Nothing wrong with that. Beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. I am a firm believer of that. But Monique, she is very much a BBW, a very large woman. And apparently she communicated to Derek that she was a little bit more interested in fitness than she actually is. There might have been a miscommunication. He might have said fitness and she might have meant or thought fitness subway sandwich in my mouth I don't know but from what I've seen on the show when she first went with her sister to meet Derek there was some confusion apparently they communicated that she was going to be there with her sister when he was released she was but he told her well my family I told them not to show up but they did show up it was like I think two of his cousins little cousins his and two of his sisters um one of his sisters is um a transgender woman I'm just trying to get y'all a visual of everything and then they start popping up at the mouth they're like oh with your fat ass why you here we family we always been there but apparently according to Monique they haven't been there there wasn't with him shooting in the gym so to speak and he was happy to see them he held them and all that um but he already said he was leaving with Monique way before but they just wanted to be on tv that's what I was getting they wanted to be on tv because the way they were dressed they looked like they were going to the club they didn't look like they were meeting their you know brother just recently released from prison they wanted their little screen time 
And of course, apparently they were um, posting pictures on Instagram saying, imagine coming out of jail and this is what, this is the first piece of ass you get, this fat bitch, da 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 da. Being real, you know, extra for no reason. Definitely one of their little ashy little 15 minutes of fame. Well, you got it. You got it. And both of them look a mess. I'm going to be honest with you. They were pretty, but both of them look like if you ran up to them with a makeup wipe, it'll be over. <laughs> but you know that they were those type. But anyways, so the show progresses on. Homie is out. Monique has spent $10,000 on this man. Like buying him Burberry tracksuits, iPhones, watches, Da, 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 da. and then his sister communicates on her what's it called talking head or whatever it is where they do little side interviews her sister is like yeah so she bought all this stuff for this guy that she never met but my son her nephew's birthday was last week and she didn't buy him anything <laughs> the way I would not have showed up for her to meet this man I would have been like this your family and you buying all this shit for this man who probably is just going to use you for housing and money and then dump you for the next woman but you know what not my sister not my problem anywho their first night out Monique and Derek are you know he's ordering up everything he's ordering the rack of lamb he's ordering the lobster he's ordering the he ordered some like shrimp meatballs or something like that the bill totaled to 500 and something dollars. And he's eating it up. He's like, oh, take a picture of me. Take a picture of me. Take a picture of me. He's literally asking her to take all these pictures of him. And it's so funny because he's like, no, just just keep taking pictures. I'm just going to keep posing. Just, just keep taking pictures. <laughs> Wearing a little outfit that she bought him and all that stuff. But anyways, they're at dinner. He sees someone that he knows. They chop it up for a few seconds. What I noticed is that they're talking he runs into his homie while at dinner but he doesn't introduce the man to Monique you know how you you're with a friend or a significant other whatever the case may be you're out and about and you run into somebody I'm big on manners like the little tiny things like that if we're out and you run into somebody that I don't know and you don't know I mean I know I don't know and you know And you don't be like, oh, this is so-and-so, by the way. Just like that little cordial. I know y'all get caught up sometimes, but that little cordial, you know, hey, this is so-and-so. Oh, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? I I like that. But homie was like, oh, we need to chop it up. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your phone number in my my phone. He does that. He was like, all right, I'll link up with you later. The guy ended up introducing himself to Monique because Derek wasn't doing it but Monique is like who's that oh you know somebody from the hood or whatever you know one of my homeboys and he was like oh so why you gave him your number you didn't give your family the number it was like I was just trying to be cordial or whatever and I mean honestly his family is apparently trash (laughs) so that's probably why he didn't give them his phone number but anyways she was like, oh, let me see your phone. This woman deletes the phone number from this man's phone. Keep in mind, this this phone is the phone that she bought him, that she set up. 
that she apparently can track and see his whereabouts all that and he was like I'm surprised he wasn't as madder or I'm surprised he wasn't more mad about her doing that because it was just ridiculous she her excuse was basically oh he was around bad influences when he was that's how he got into jail the first time da, da, da. girl you are you are you his girlfriend or his mama or his babysitter like if he wants to get into the rap scallion things that he was into that made him go into jail in the first place that's on him it's not your job to tell him or control him to the point where he won't be hanging out with these individuals if he wants to he will and if he ends up in the same circumstances then he just does are you kidding me like what what is that it makes no sense to me makes absolutely no sense you know how did you meet him you met him on a facebook jail pen pal bullshit and then you're gonna try to mold him into something that he isn't when you're trying to steer him into other directions and stuff like that he gonna do what he gonna do and if you were smart hey you wouldn't engage with him in the first place like come on you want to spend 10 g's on him come on but more importantly if you decided to not do any of those things and for you know continue on with the relationship as soon as you fuck up cut all ties boom you you want to be for the streets you're for the streets now you're for the jail and that's just it and i don't know why she was tripping like that but anyways moving on the night goes on they run into some other people she gets into the car he's like oh hey what's up and he's like you know chopping it up with his i don't know his boys from his old neighborhood or whatever she's all in the car and he's like yeah those are my homies from blah 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 and then she starts crying for some strange reason he was like oh i don't know why are you crying? I don't want to see you cry. What's wrong? And then I guess she's just looking and thinking that he's just going to go revert back to his old ways again. Not your concern. He's a grown ass man. He's going to do what he wants. But then they drive back to the hotel and he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the casino. He actually said that during dinner too. Oh, I'm going to go to the casino. You know, let's just walk around. You know, let's just because he just got out of prison. You know, duh. He wants to be doing free shit. And she's like, no, I'm tired. I'm not going to be walking around with with these shoes on. Da, 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 da. Um, I was going to say something along the lines of she's tired because she's she's a bigger woman. So she tires out easily. And he was like, oh, yeah, but it's my night. My first night out. I want to do something. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, no, I'm tired. I want to go to the hotel and I want to sleep. And then she reiterates this all throughout the car ride back to hotel. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to the casino because apparently that's what got him in trouble before gambling. And she's like, no, if you leave, you might as well not come back. And then he was like, well, I'm going to get a Red Bull, which he did and he came back and he was like, I want to go out. How, why are you acting like this? And she's laying on the bed and it's this scene is so weird because she's laying on the bed right and she just looks like laid out and just like a deflated balloon (laughs) that's horrible to say but she just looks laid out she's like holding her head or whatever and he was like come on come on come on come on she's like come on Derek and she puts on her Birkenstocks and then they head to the casino 
and that was like the last scene that I remember of them but anyways it was just this ain't gonna end well for either one of them he's gonna feel like he's still in prison he's gonna you know either revert back to the way he was or he's just gonna end up being with someone else that gives him that freedom so Monique she needs to chill but anyways next couple Nathan and Skyla and then you watch um what is it 90 day fiance <laughs> the way Angela pronounces her daughter's name Skyla in that thick Georgia accent anyways that's every time I see that name Skyler I think that but anyways Nathan and Skyler I ain't gonna hold you Nathan and Skyler are like the out of this season the most boring couple like I look at them they're visual ambient they are just so boring (laughs) and I don't remember I'm gonna be honest with you I don't remember much of their scenes because I just tuned out because they're that boring um but I do remember actually before I even remember anything let me read the little synopsis here okay Nathan and Skylar have a surprisingly rare love after lockup origin story as they started dating while they were both in custody the two have a drama-filled connection while she was at a halfway house resulting in Skylar being sent back to jail according to Wee TV after Skylar went back in Nathan moved into his grandma's house and started planning his proposal for their one-year anniversary I assume that is Nathan's grandmother in the preview trailer who points out Skylar's previous two boyfriends are both dead okay yeah so I remember that part apparently um they met in halfway house she broke curfew because of him and she was sent back to jail for I don't know a few months and when I saw the last episode she was being released her mom was like giving her all this clothes apparently she comes from a middle upper class upbringing and Nathan does not he's about to struggle and they don't I guess they get along with him but they look at him and think oh well he's the reason why my baby girl ended up back in jail but it really was her doing like come on girl you don't have a watch you don't have an iphone you don't got nothing to tell time to take your ass back to the halfway house anyways um so oh and also her last two boyfriends she has or had issues with drugs she mentioned when she was 14 she started smoking weed and that you know how people like marijuana is a gateway drug which I don't believe it depends on the person but apparently for her it was because then she started doing I think she said fentanyl and she mentioned how honestly she could have she should have been dead she shouldn't be here because of all the drugs she's done yada yada boop 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 okay so they meet up with or he picks her up or whatever the case may be again I don't remember much of their scenes because she is eh and he is even more eh so you see a scene with her mother her brother I believe they meet up and she gives her daughter or Skylar a bunch of clothes and she's like oh my god this is so cute this is so cute this is so cute and you know Nathan's standing there like womp womp because he's like they come from different you know upbringings but it's funny how they come from different upbringings and they ended up in the same kind of circle of drugs but anyways uh they go to like some little coffee shop and Nathan is like acting real weird to me 
because he says nothing about this day is going well and he's just really anxious and she's like are you okay and while they're sitting there drinking coffee oh before that he spilled coffee on his shirt and then that just ended up making him super annoyed but not like angry annoyed but like that type of annoyed where you're just upset and it's filled with anxiety it's hard to describe because it's happened to me when you want a day to go according to your plan and it doesn't and you're just sitting there like oh I'm so angry but I'm also so anxious oh my god I'm a loser um so she he has this like really bug-eyed look in his eye and she's like are you okay he's like yeah well you're just being so quiet are you right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that was weird um they end up going back to Nathan's grandma's house and Skylar does not like the house (laughs) let me preface by saying that um I thought the house was really cute and the thing about the house it reminded me of a bed and breakfast like those bed and breakfasts where it's just a whole bunch of doilies and like blankets and pictures of people from the 1800s on the wall I've never been to one of those but I kind of like that vibe it's real cute it's not a I guess I can understand her not wanting it to be around her 24 7 but I thought it was a cute vibe and definitely probably better than those gray ass walls in prison so they get into the house she's like oh my gosh this is nice and then she goes up the stairs she's like oh my god these stairs are a workout and then she goes into the room and she's like oh my god this room is creepy because it has a bunch of dolls and like pictures of people from back in the day staring at her and she's like oh this room gives me anxiety do you think we can throw these dolls away and throw this away and throw that away he's like no 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 no. which i thought was crazy because why are you going to come up in someone's house that you're staying in temporarily and then just order everyone not everyone but everything to be thrown out that is his grandma's house (laughs) you are asking him to throw away his grandma's stuff like old people don't like their stuff being thrown away you have to do it in secret I do this all the time my mom knows that there's she doesn't know how much stuff that I've discarded because she wants to hold on to shit so tight and I'm like no okay and so like I I slow and steadily just like get rid of odds and ends that I know she's not using and she know you know she's not gonna miss but yeah that's what you have to do with old people you have to distract them with like murder she wrote on a tv or whatever heat of the night or whatever shit that they like to watch on tv and then you throw their shit away I shouldn't advocate that but when I tell you old people hang on to stuff for dear life every episode of hoarders I've seen old people just just letting you know just putting it out there but anyways moving on so their scene goes on he's talking about how nothing's going right so he decides to put on an old man mask and then he goes downstairs and he's like there's a little girl and it's like this cute little she's cracking up cute little exchange between the two and he said he wasn't wearing a mask when she was released 
and make a joke about how long he's been waiting for her to, you know, get out of prison. And again, he mentioned how, you know, it wasn't going the way he wanted to. And they run upstairs and they do the sex, I assume, because the ice has been broken and they're apparently very sexually compatible, excuse me. So yeah, boring. Anyways, next couple, Eris and Cameron. So I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Eris or Aris? I'm going to say Eris. So she's a pretty girl. She has a daughter who seems really intelligent, really cute kid. Um, they're from Tampa, Florida, where she is. But um, Cameron is an aspiring rapper and Eris is a huge fan who slid into his prison dms in a storyline familiar to fans of sharp entertainment shows eris experiences jealousy over cameron's other female fans tensions mount when cameron makes his music career a priority and eris feels betrayed okay so their episode goes on well she's kind of i'm not gonna say eris is boring she just seems really soft-spoken kind of like the type of woman who is you wouldn't necessarily think that she would slide in a rapper's dms let alone a prison rapper or a rapper who is in prison and his dms but hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on let me just preface by saying monique and derek actually y'all can y'all can google this but monique and derek they're black <laughs> nathan and skylar they're white and eris and cameron they're black not that that makes any difference but you know I don't know if y'all gonna watch any of this, so I just want y'all to have a visual. Eris, like I said, is a very pretty girl. She kind of looks like, if any of y'all have seen Black Ink Crew, what was that girl's name? Ugh, I forget. She was friends with Donna. She was only there for like a season or two. She hooked up with Teddy. It didn't go well. She fucked up his car. Anyways, she kind of looks like her. And... So, like I was saying, Eris doesn't look like the type of woman that would slide into a rapper who's in prison's DMs. And then she's talking, when their segment comes on, she's talking about how, oh, he was just so handsome, so sexy. And I'm looking at the guy and I'm like, oh, <laughs> because no, 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 no. Um, Something else that I noticed when they actually finally officially meet up with each other, the size difference. Eris is a little bigger, not fat, but like taller. And Cameron seems like a tiny man. Same thing with um, Monique and Derek. Monique is taller and bigger in terms of size. And Derek seems like a very small man. Just like a little fun-sized man. But anyways, moving on. So Eris and her daughter are going to this plant shop. And they spend like over $200 on plants. Are you kidding me? And during the whole transaction, Eris is like, oh, let me see if I have enough money in my account. She looks and logs into her bank, I guess, via her phone. She's like, you know what? Whatever. I'll just get it because she wants to buy a plant for Cameron to have in his halfway house to remember her buying. Somehow the plant gets messed up when they when she picks him up from prison or whatever. And he is looking like rough even more rough than he just naturally does because this man looks rough <laughs> you know he reminds me of he reminds me of animal from the muppets the muppet that plays the drums and it was always just out just a crazy individual 
He reminds me of him. Especially when he first came out of prison, he looked exactly like Animal from the Muppets. And then he was talking about how he's actually pretty funny, but he was mad and appropriate about how he was like, oh, well, actually, she said to him, yeah, you look a little rough, baby. No, no worries about that. And he was like, yeah, I'm looking, I just got out of prison. You know, what do you want to do? I'll look better with you sitting on my face. And she's like, oh my God, no. And, she's, <laughs> and then he goes on to say, I just want you to just slide on top of my face like this. And he just mimics the sliding of his face. And she's like, oh my God. And then he was just, his commentary on the talking head was just hilarious. And how he's talking about their first night together when they became intimate. And he was like, yeah, I was all in that. I was jumping off the, the what do you call it? The dresser. I was like this and I was like this and I was like this and he's mimicking every jump he did on top of the bed and I'm just like this guy is he's a loud pack but he's very interesting um he's scruffy he has a lot of tattoos and I'm, I'm not a neck or face tattoo fan not a big fan of either one I'm so sorry but he seems like quite the character he is a rapper and he mentioned in his episode or the episode segment how he's gonna get into rap or get back into the rap game and he's like this the new video I'm coming out was gonna be crazy they're gonna be big booty bitches they're gonna be bitches slapping other bitches they're gonna be bitches kissing other bitches and then she's like um I don't feel comfortable with that he was like it's pretend it's not a real world scenario it's you're selling a fantasy She's like, yeah, but there are boundaries and da 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 And he's like, well, of course, I'm, I'm not going to be disrespectful to you and all the other job. But, you know, this is just how the rap game goes. So, yeah, that's them. <laughs> and next up is Ashley and Travis from Florida, uh, Port St. Lucie or Lucy or whomever. If you're from Florida, you know what town that is. Anywho, Ashley and Travis. Ashley may be the first Love After Lockup cast member to film the inevitable engagement ring shopping scene at her own business. The antiques fine jewelry purveyor has ironically fallen for someone who, with a resume, that would give most jewelry business owners pause. Bank robber Travis Ashley plans to employ Travis at her jewelry business, but can she trust him around her safe or valuables? It appears that Ashley's story will remind some of Love After Lockup OG duo Angela and Tony because she had a neighbor named Martin who made several advances. Martin's freshness does not sit well with Travis. Yeah, okay. So Ashley and Travis. Ashley, um, I'm just going to say it right off the bat. Ashley needs therapy. She needs some therapy because every time she's on camera, she starts crying over the weirdest thing so one scene she's with like i don't know if it's her co-business owners or whatever the case may be but she's with some people and they're you know at like a a flea market looking for some rare and antique jewels and you know her her friends slash business partners you're talking and she's like oh yeah travis is coming out and they're like oh that's great and she's like yeah he's coming out of prison after being in prison for xyz and they're like oh all right 
<laughs> and then they're like, aren't you worried he went to jail for bank robbery and you're a jewelry salesperson? And she's like, and she says the most cringiest thing ever. Oh, I'm not worried that he's going to take any jewels because he has the most precious jewel of all. Referring to herself. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was some lifetime movie not even lifetime movie that was like what's the name of that channel that sells or not sells but shows all those corny ass like ion television that was some ion television bullshit i was like what the fuck shut up (laughs) but yeah and then she starts crying she's like i was just very worried that you guys would judge me and i'm like yeah well well they would you being a jewelry purveyor and you getting up with a bank robber why the fuck wouldn't they judge you like goofy stupid but anyways um so she's at the flea market with them and they're doing her thing and then she finally gets him out of prison not gets him but picks him up from prison they go back to her house before that they do the little thing where you know they first meet up and then you're hugging and then she's like she starts crying again she's like oh this is a dream come true and i'm just so happy and i'm just like girl stand up but anyways yeah so they go back to her house and he walks into the house and he's looking like a kid in a motherfucking candy store he's looking at the house he's looking at everything she got she's her house is nice she has a pool the pool area is a little janky looking but whatever but yeah he apparently is like yeah i'm hopping in that pool and you know what was funny about i know he just got out of prison so i shouldn't judge but he just got out of prison and he's wearing like this very socal gangster outfit with these like converse type shoes not converse but van type shoes his socks are all the way up to his knees his shorts are all the way past his knees. It's very East LA looking is what I meant to say, not SoCal. But yeah, he looks like a freaking East LA gangster from 1997. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so out of nowhere, she has one of those like floaties. That's the shape of a engagement ring or a ring in general. And he was like, well, I know I couldn't give you a real ring, but he grabs it from the pool and he hands her that. And he was like, here's here's a ring. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that's so cute. Um, It's just the perfect size. And uh, they're very cringe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they're so cornball-y. I get secondhand embarrassment from their interactions. But anyways, he sees the pool. And he's like, I'm jumping in that pool. So he takes off his shirt. I think he takes off his shoes. And then just jumps in the pool. And then she's like, oh, oh, well, screw it. And then she takes off, I think, her shoes or something like that and hops in the pool with him. And then they ultimately get out of the pool. And then they, I think before or after that, they might have wanted a hotel. But that scene is hilarious to me because at the hotel, he mentioned or prior to the hotel, he mentioned how prison food is garbage and he's been in prison for a long time. And the only thing that he wants is pizza. A good pizza. I don't blame him. Pizza is one of my favorite foods. So they get to the hotel, you know, they're hopping in the shower and and then 
he ordered a pizza from room service beforehand and then they start knocking on the door and he's like oh shoot the pizza grabs a towel wraps it around him the i guess front door people bring him the pizza he's like thank you so much appreciate it and then he closes the door doesn't tip but he ain't got no money he just got out of prison so what are you gonna do but anyways <laughs> he sits the pizza on the bed and then she's like really because he opens up the box and takes a bite he was like just one bite babe just one bite takes a bite he's like oh oh so good and then he puts the pizza back in the box and then he runs back in the shower and they go back to you know whatever they're doing in the show you know what i'm saying but anyways yeah that's them um who's the next couple oof okay actually no I was going to say last but not least, but there's a couple right after this one. So Gabby and Chris. So Gabby and Chris. Um, it's weird watching their segment, knowing how it went down as of recently. Um, Chris, I think, is back in jail. I'm pretty sure he's back in jail because apparently he beat up Gabby so bad that she had to have surgery and she had to have intensive surgery. But speaking of surgery, let's talk about the fact hmm should we talk about yeah actually this little tip is gonna actually mention it so gabby and chris from union new jersey viewers will remember gabby as one of the only cast members in the history of love after lockup franchise who received a lot of money from her inmate boo and not the other way around chris received a large settlement after a civil suit accused prison guards of not doing enough to prevent and or stop an attack on chris by fellow inmates at rikers as revealed on love during lockup season one gabby and chris's family are not on the best of terms and that tension remains upon his release if you're curious to know whether or not gabby and chris worked out click here for a huge spoiler so i just told y'all um gabby and chris did not work out um something happened and chris ultimately ended up beating gabby up severely to the point where and there was a point where she mentioned that he tried to dig her eyeball out of her her eye her eyeball out of her socket excuse me i haven't seen the video i saw a small clip of it because it was on youtube and i was watching a video in regards to their situation and there was just a small clip and yeah it didn't look good at all um so getting into their story gabby and chris Gabby, well, first of all, Chris, as it was mentioned, received a huge settlement for getting beat up in Rikers. He got $150, $150, (laughs) excuse me. And I believe he gave 90K to his mom. And then I think this rest or the remaining 60K to Gabby and most people would have you know if you have a prison bay and they give you money you would be like okay well i'm gonna get us a little apartment i'm gonna make sure he's set up when he comes out i'm gonna make sure everything is you know on the up and up so he doesn't have to worry about much when he gets out wrong gabby spent that money on designer clothing and shit a new car an apartment of some sort plastic surgery yeah she basically spent all the money on herself so 
at the point where Chris was actually released, there was no money left on either side. The mom who got the 90K didn't have any. Gabby spent all that money. So he out here on starting from square one all over again. So he's released Gabby and I believe Chris's mom and sister went to pick him up. However, it was a bit of a hassle because the mom and his sister were taking their sweet time picking, you know, wanting to get in the car to drive to pick him up. And Gabby's like, we only have X, Y, and Z amount of time. And then they were like, well, no, we don't want to go yet. We don't want to go yet. We don't want to go yet. And she's like, y'all are annoying. Get in the car. They start arguing. And then Gabby gets out the car and was like, these women won't leave my car. She's telling the police, she's like, get them out of my car. And then the police was like, well, we can't do anything. I don't think so. They just end up squashing it momentarily to drive to pick up Chris. Chris is released. Gabby hops out the car with the quickness because she wants to be the first one to hug him. She hops on him. She hugs him and, and they embrace. And then the mom and the sister come and embrace him. And then Gabby and Chris duck away because Gabby informs Chris that they had she got an official to an officiate, excuse me, to actually marry them. So they duck around the corner at a bus depot to get married by a, um, an efficient. So she talks about how she didn't want her wedding to be like this, but hey, you know, she wants him paroled to her house. So that was the quickest way to do it. Then they get in the car. Um, I forgot where they, where did they go when they went in the car? I know that Chris had to go to the halfway house. So I think they ended up dropping off the mom and the sis back home. And then Gabby and Chris are driving around and he's like, yo, I got so much love juice for you, girl. I'm ready to just get two swirls in the pump and that's it. Which is, oh my God, so romantic, right? And they try to get it in the bathroom stall. Then some security guard was like, hey man, you can't be doing this in there. And he was like, oh, oh, I was just changing. <laughs> so they like drive around and find some spot. And while they're driving around, Gabby's like, yeah, guess what? Which she did in a previous episode. She's like, guess what? I got my booty hole whitened and my coochie tightened. <laughs> and he's like, what? You moving real sus. And she's like, what do you mean I'm moving sus? She's like, you spent my money on that. You moving sus as fuck. Backstory. Gabby says she hasn't been with anyone for five years, so why did she need a coochie tightening? And B, butthole bleaching? Ugh. Why are y'all bleaching your buttholes? Disgusting. But he was like, um, I don't know how to feel about that because it's real suspect. Why would you do that? with? If I knew she was doing that with my money, I wouldn't have given any to her, which he, sh- he shouldn't have given her any in the first place, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then they get into like a little bit of an argument and she's like, I've been down for you since day one. I could have anybody, but I'm with you. You do realize that, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he gets all giddy again because he can smell the coochie. (laughs) 
that he's about to stick his head in and he's really excited about it then they like I guess they find some spot and they go in the bathroom to get their rocks off and Gabby was like when they're done in 10 minutes tops she gets back in the car and she's like oh my god I don't don't feel right I don't feel well the reason why she doesn't feel well is because the lady who gave her the coochie rejuvenation said don't have sex for at least five days and she ended up the next day after getting the coochie rejuvenation she ended up meeting with Chris and you know doing the thing so did not follow doctor's orders not cool but anyways I think the last episode was just um, Gabby yelling at Chris because she thinks he's talking to other women. He assures her that he isn't. And she's like, no, I'm looking at your phone right now because she bought it and set it up for him. And she's seeing a whole bunch of numbers on there. And he's like, I'm not talking to women. Those are just friends, blah, blah, blah. These are females I just know. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And she was supposed to pick him up. She didn't. She's like, she can... He can find his own way to Union, New Jersey or Orange, New Jersey is where she's in. And the last scene ended up being him waiting at the train station for her because she said she was going to pick him up. But before that, um, his family is like, oh, she's a hothead. You don't need to be with her. I don't know why you married her. That's crazy. Da, 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 da. And then the mom is like, she spent all your money. She spent all your money. You don't have any money left. And I'm looking at the mom like, you spent all his money too, and you don't have any money left. <laughs> he gave you more than her. You got 90K, she got 60. So what the fuck? What's your problem? What's your excuse? But anyways, yeah. Um, Last couple. Uh, hold on, my freaking phone logged up. Okay, so last couple is Justine and Michael from... PA or Pennsylvania. Justine and her rapper Bay Michael, aka Montana Mills, won't have any time off screen as they move straight from Love During Lockup Season 2 to Love After Lockup Season 7. As we were to f- what? As we were first to confirm, Justine and Michael were married on August 5th, 2022, while Michael was still incarcerated. I pre- previously speculated that the couple didn't wait the extra couple of months to get married on the outside so that Michael could live with Justine, his legal wife, upon his release. I'm not sure if being spouse is what allowed for that option, but it appears that the newlyweds will be living together this season. Making the couple's first time living together more stressful will be Justine's three kids and Michael's four kids. Oh, and of course, Michael wants to get right back into the studio and back to living the rapper life. On top of managing their family and home life, the network reveals Michael is ready to resume his rap career. And Justine can't help but worry about what will change when family and fame and bad habits set in. But anyways, yeah, I think they're they're not boring either, but I think their dynamic is a little bit different from the other couples. So she has three kids, he has four kids. They were together for a bit when he was already in jail they got married when he was released before he was released he surprised her with a car and she was speculating where he got this money for the car then he got kind of got offended by that and he was upset so they butted heads around that when he gets released from prison 
um he's she picks him up in like a really cute all black cat suit it was real cute um she filled it out nicely no no shade that's actually not shade at all but yeah she has a really nice cat suit on and she picks him up and it's like you know they're canoodling she takes him back home to meet the kids the kids are a little wary of him because she don't know they don't know who he is they know him from videos but they don't know him know him they end up going back to the whole to a hotel for the night doing the thing you know how that goes and then they have a little bit of a picnic where the families can kind of meet each other the mom his mom and his dad are there some guy from his I guess old neighborhood came through and then Justine is throwing shade because she's like this is supposed to be family he's from the old crew I don't want him to fall back into bad habits I don't really want him there and then the mom or the mom-in-law his mother confronts Justine and she's like listen I know your daughter has tattoos and belly piercings and all that I don't want my little girl or my granddaughter to have that and she's like yeah I get that but we're we're family and if I need to discipline her anyway I'm gonna do it because that's my husband and they go head to toe with each other a little bit then his sister comes at Justine and then they get not into a tussle but in kind of like an argument and now there's animosity between the two as opposed to coming together when they get home Justine is being passive aggressive and he's like all right whatever and goes upstairs but yeah it's just a whole lot of whole lot of I don't know what she was thinking having three kids and meeting up with this for lack of a better term jailbird and he has four kids and I don't know why they thought the dynamic was going to be like a a sitcom of some sort and it was just all going to be real like it was just just gonna mesh it was just gonna be all well and all good in the hood but yeah their dynamic seems interesting I don't know if it will go well but hey blended families have worked in the past for other people so we will see anyways I don't know if y'all want me to continue to talk about love after lockup but I just wanted y'all to just know a little bit about the dynamics and the trashy tv shows that I watch but also I wanted to talk about something lighthearted because again there's a whole bunch of craziness going on in the world today and I just wanted to talk about something that I just want to look at other people's lives and feel better (laughs) about my own I know sometimes you you want to do that too but anyways hope you all have a good rest of the week I will probably catch you next Monday and yeah thanks so much for listening talk to you soon